the Carl B. Phillips Show. Hosted by me, Carl B. Phillips, Uncle Carl. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Get ready for another great conversation on the Carl B. Phillips Show. Welcome to the Carl B. Phillips Show. I am Carl B. Phillips, Uncle Carl. Today's guest is a Detroit native. She's a PK, a pastor's kid, who has been singing since the age of five years old. She defines her music as message music with a purpose to provoke change through God, through God using her voice. Please welcome to the Carl B. Phillips Show, my niece, Amelia. Hey, Uncle Carl. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here today. Oh, I'm so excited to talk to you again. You know, we just love getting together and kicking it and talking. So as I warned you, I'm going to ask a random question. Okay. This is not deep. What would you have a personal assistant do if you could have someone following you around all the time? I would have my personal assistant be a prayer warrior if I asked okay. following me all the time. Um, I think that it's important to have those individuals in your lives that can actually intercede for you, especially as a gospel artist. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, you know. Um, I'm grateful for all of the intercessors that God has surrounded me with and that has blessed me throughout my life to help me to have an actual trajectory of what I'm doing. You know, Um, it has literally helped to set my life on the right path. And so Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very grateful for it. So, yeah, that's what I would say. (laughs) You know, I was thinking like they would go shopping for me. Um, They would, you know, pick up clothes from the cleaners. But you I like to go shopping home. myself, Uncle Carl. You know, I like to do my own shopping. <laughs> but you took it to a spiritual place, and I admire you for that. Well, uh, the you. last time we talked, you had just released the EP Decades. Since then, you released the EP Journey and the single OMG. Talk about your journey in between each of those uh, releases, from Decades to Journey, from Journey to OMG. Talk a little bit about what that journey has been for you. Yeah, it definitely has been a journey of, I would say, continued growth. Um, I would say when I started off with decades, first of all, I had the pleasure of working with the one and only Marcus Divine. Yes. Wonderful. And then I had an opportunity to meet you and, you know, Greg, everybody, the whole team over there at Intercourt, give y'all a shout out because they're awesome first of all. And so that was a wonderful opportunity working with him um, and just really having the opportunity to grow um, as an artist. So I would say that. And so Decades was really given to me because, as you know, I'm a fashion person. I love clothing. As you mentioned, talking about going shopping for a MLA, <laughs> maybe do that. Um, it's something that's been a part of my life as a very young age. I used to actually draw and make my own clothes. Mm-hmm. People don't really know that. And so um, it's something that really kind of has focused my life, you know, as far as fashion has been concerned. So I've always had an interest for it. So decades was kind of like, let's do a blast from the past. Let's do like a back to the future, but gospel version. <laughs> so I, I traveled through the 70s and the 80s and the 90s with the music uh, that was released in that EP. So I know you weren't born in the 70s, but who what type of musical influence would you have had from the 70s? Yeah, so that's a great question. So no, I wasn't born in any of those decades, but I have been, <laughs> I have been blessed enough to um, enjoy the fashions from all of them. Um, I have some individuals that has really, you know, I've just looked up to throughout the years. I would mm-hmm. say, you know, starting really early on, 
was Billie Holiday for me. So wow. yeah, I love Billie Holiday. Um, God bless the child that has his own. God bless the child and good morning heartache. Oh my goodness. Uh, yes, yes, so many um, so of those true. wonderful songs. And for me, so I went to performing arts high school. A lot of people don't know that, but I went to DSA. And so Detroit School of the Arts and I graduated from the old school you know, initially I was at the old school initially and I graduated from the new school actually, but um, I was the last class. I'm telling my age, I was the last class to actually graduate um, to move on to the new school. So that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Um, so just during that time frame, I learned so much about Billie Holiday and I really fell in love with her storyline. And mm -hmm. I mean, it was tragic, but also too, um, it was so deep, right? And she spoke from a very honest and real place. And she was unique. Her voice was so unique. Wow. Um, so I would say that. And then just really moving on from there, um, you know, of course, I listened to, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, I listened to Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, growing okay, up. So but so I would which, say which, which era of Michael Jackson did you listen to? Because, you know, I'm original Michael Jackson. I used to listen to PYT, you know, uh, with Michael Jackson during that era. And, you know. Okay beat it and you know as you as okay, you mentioned so you came along in the thriller era yeah the thriller era is when i came around and then also okay. some stevie wonder you know i i had an opportunity to listen to some of his stuff as well but i would say just traveling through those actual eras and i say minnie rippleton too she was someone that many rippleton her voice was just amazing and i think honestly i found out about her through mariah carey okay so i am a lamb <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been listening to Mariah since I was very young and she's actually someone that I was really interested in like, you know, following as a young person. And I just loved her voice. I mean, seven different octaves. That's amazing. Um, and so I kind of grew up listening to her. A lot of people was like, oh, did you grow up listening to Whitney Houston? Because I could I could hear some influence. Like, no, but Mariah Carey actually listened to Whitney Houston. And that was a legend that she idolized, you know? And so it makes sense, right? If I'm if I'm listening to Mariah Carey. So I would say that. And then also to traveling on from there, um, obviously the gospel greats, you know, I had opportunity, Yolanda Adams, More Than a Melody. You know, growing up with that was was really something synonymous for me. I fell in love with Yolanda Adams. I just I just loved everything about her voice and her presence. You know, just really seeing her and her demeanor, the way that she carried herself. Um, I thought something about that was so special. Um, and then also to Kirk Franklin. You know, he had you know that whole era with Kirk when he came out and how it wasn't necessarily you know with Stump that you know it was a lot of backlash with that song. Mm -hmm. And I actually grew up during a time frame where my my dad was very open to that. He was like, you know, he was the the pastor pulling up in the parking lot, blasting stump, and we're all we're all in the back seat like stump, yeah. And you just see the kids in the back seat, and, you know, super excited, and we're pulling up, and people are looking at us with the face like, mm, you shouldn't be listening to that. You know, that's world of music. It's like it's not it's not really though. It's just different than what you're used to. It's not yeah, traditionalism, you know? And so that's why I consider myself a rebel against traditionalism. So when you finish Decades, talk about your second project, Journey. What's the thought, the story behind Journey? Yeah, so actually that was more personal. So okay. Journey was actually a, a journey for, for myself in regards to some things that was happening with me and my growth and my maturity, um, specifically with my spiritual life. And so um, that was the journey. 
And so it was a very, very real um, album, to be quite honest. Um, and there were some other pieces in there that were influences from individuals that I've grown up with and situations that they have endured um, as well. And so that was kind of a very personal album for me. Um, so I would say that the first song on there is the search song. And it, it kind of just talks about it's, it's like a, a rock version. You don't expect at the very end of it that this rock, you know, sound mm -hmm. is going to come. Um, and it's really just talking about searching, you know, searching for the opportunity to be closer to God. Um, and so that's what I was doing, trying to build my relationship and trying to learn how to continue to grow and be stronger in the Lord. And so that's that's definitely what Journey is about. When you think about the Journey Project, what song was the hardest for you to write and the hardest one for you to record because it was so personal to you? Mm -hmm. That's a really good question. I would say the peace song, which is the last song of the album. Okay. Um, it was a more of a mixture of poetry and then also to some, some singing as well. And uh, for me, I think that that was really, um, difficult for me a little bit because it was so honest, you know, as far as what I was saying, you know, not making time, you know, for God, because you have all these excuses. Oh, I'm busy. I have, you know, take care of the kids. I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, you know, so I don't have time to, to worship God or I don't have time. You, you, you cook? Oh, <laughs> oh, you haven't heard about cooking with a meat LA? Yes. <laughs> in the kitchen? Yes. Your whole cook? Man, I know you didn't see it. I know you saw it on the ground. Uh, you know, I'll be, on, I'll be on the podcast sometimes doing my cooking in the kitchen. Yes. I enjoy it, I enjoy it from time to time. Um, yeah, I do. Honestly, I, I, I grew up cooking now. Come on now. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. That's what my uh -oh. dad She's going to be baking a pound cake with a, a pound of butter in a minute. Now, I'm not a baker. That is okay. not that is not my gift. For those who are gifted in that area, praise them. Okay? <laughs> that is that is an amazing gift to have. I do have some grandmothers who are, are very Southern, and they love to make everything from scratch, and it's amazing. Can that is make, not my gift. <laughs> you can't make biscuits from scratch? No, I don't I do not do the biscuits from scratch. No. Mm -mm, okay. No. But I can get very popular. I'm gonna get you some hot water bread. Grew up with that, so I can, I can get, get that together for you real quick. No, you know I can make other things. Oh, Carl, oh, I make steaks. I make all of that. So, really, honestly, it's an interesting way, interesting story on how I learned how to cook. First of all, I grew up really. My mother, she had us at a very young age in the kitchen with her, watching everything that she was doing. Um, and my dad, he liked his pancakes a very specific way. He liked, you know, his pancakes light. You don't want to see dark pancakes. At that point, he thinks they are burnt and he does not want them. And so because I made the pancakes very well, he always wanted me to make them for him. So therefore, that helped me so much, right, to learn how to cook. So it was, it was a motivation thing. And then he loved steaks. So it was like, OK, let me show you how to make a make a steak the right way. Um, you know, this is how you do it. This is what you don't do. You want to make sure it's tender. You want to make sure you put some butter in there, melt it in the middle, stick a fork in there and make sure it's tender and all the butter gets into the steak. You're making me hungry right now. That's, <laughs> I, I know how to throw down just because I don't actually eat the stuff. I do know how to make it. All right. So we, we're on this journey. We, we Let's get out the kitchen. <laughs> we're out the kitchen. We back. We back. 
from Journey, you did OMG. What's the story and the meaning behind OMG? Yeah, so the story with OMG actually is about being young, fly, and saved. That's okay. what it's about. Yeah. What's OMG? You're not. Uh, no. what, what does what does what do you say? Girl. What about for the OGs? You, you, we can't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. for the OGs, but the OGs can listen to it. You know, vibe all day <laughs> if they want to vibe. But it it was definitely about being young, young, saved, and fly. Um, I think so. So often you any you can hear that I'm rapping on that one. So. I, I rap and sometimes I also sing as well. And I do poetry It's however God gives me the music. And I went ahead and I rapped on that. And I had an opportunity to work with iProject, which was pretty awesome. So he was featured on that as well. And he did the beat. He produced that track. So Wow. So, the, so you've been had the ability to work with various types of producers. And each producer, what do you look for them to bring out in you? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, each producer is very different in how they like to um, go about creating music. And you have to respect that, right? Um, mm. Because that's their gift. And so I think for me, I'm really looking for the right connection, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to walk into the studio and work with someone that's on a totally different page than I am. I like to be able to have an open environment where I can bring my ideas, you can share your ideas, and we collaborate and make something great. So that's something that, that is really important to me. So when I was producing specifically with iProject, I actually brought some ideas because I wanted to do more of a K-pop kind of a kind of a mm -hmm. influence. And so even with the, the track itself, you know, I, I sent him a few different K-pop songs and some anime influences because I'm big on anime. And so I love anime. I watch it all the time. The storylines are amazing. And so he was able to work with me to produce something great. And I, I, I was really pleased with it, to be quite honest. And then, you know, really working with Marcus Devine, I mean, that whole process is just it's just amazing. I would just say that is just something I can't even explain. It's a whole nother level. Um, I can bring an idea to him and literally he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I understand what you want to do. And he just starts playing. It's just like, whoa, that's exactly it. Like, oh, my God. How did you know? Are you in my head? This is crazy. So. <laughs> Get out of my head. This is crazy. But we have a good time too. You know, we're in the studio. It's all a lot of times when you go to different environments in different places, one of the words that I often hear is you have really good energy. Yeah, you have really good, your energy is really good. And it's like, okay, the spirit of the Lord, you know, <laughs> all praises to the Lord God Almighty. But I understand what they're saying, you know, and I, I think it's important and imperative to have um, good energy and good vibes with any producer or any individuals that you're working with on a project. Um, my last project, I actually, when we talk about that, I'll tell you about that producer relationship. But I would say that was someone that reached out to me and they had that same good energy, good vibes. And I immediately knew, okay, this could work. Awesome. Growing up in church, do you remember the first song that you sang in a church service? Uh, let's see here. I want to say it's how great is our God. <laughs> Sing a little bit of it, just one line. How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. Wow. 
All will see how great is our God. All will see. Yeah, they will see how great. That's wow. awesome. So yeah, I would say that. There's some old school songs too, you know, would say that as well, you know, higher, higher, lower, lower. You know, you know that. Higher, higher. higher. Lift higher. Jesus higher, lower. You know, <laughs> that's, that's old school right there. And I could see you being very animated doing something like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, the crowd <laughs> loves it. You love it, I like it, you know? So that's how it works. And then whatever Holy Spirit gave me, so that, that part. We've already talked about your love of fashion. What is the oldest piece of clothing you own and still wear? <laughs> well, I have a lot of old pieces of clothing because I am a huge fan of vintage clothing. Um, so I would say, let's see, one of the oldest pieces I think would probably be a blazer that my grandmother gave me. Wow. Um, yeah, and I still wear it. And I think about her every time I wear it. So. Wow, that's a blessing. You know, I, I love speaking with you because I'll come with a crazy question, but you'll flip it and make it to something that almost had me crying. <sighs> I didn't realize you had that gift. Niece. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Hopefully it blesses someone. <laughs> you recently released a new single called Homeless. You defined the song as a captivating journey of faith, hope, and resilience. Tell us about the journey you want homeless to take listeners on. So, you know, I um, know when I have you start crying, like you just mentioned, but it's definitely more of a deep perspective. Um, so it's really about the key to Jesus. And that representation is through homelessness. That mm. is the representation of it. Um, because definitely the Lord, you know, God knows the heart of a man, right? And so he gave me a vision. And the vision that he gave me was of a woman who was homeless. And um, I could see her vividly right now to this day. And uh, I was told to write her heart. Wow. So it actually had me crying. And so um, that's exactly what I did. And it's really just a symbolization of regardless of the trials and tribulations that you go through, know that it's temporary and know that you can lean on God and you can lean on him through his word. So that's what it is. Quote a, a verse of the song. Don't you don't have to sing it, but just speak some of the words of the song. Sure. Um, it's a new day. Just smile and get away. Take this train to a new town. I'm gonna travel the world. I'm gonna break free. I'm gonna travel the world. You're gonna notice me. Times get hard being alone, reading your word, learning who I can be, beat up and bruised. One day I'll be amused, persuaded. So those are kind of the words, some of the words. Wow, that's deep. Yeah, I don't want to like go there. I want I want people to go ahead and listen to it. <laughs> but one, uh, one of the things that when I listen to the song, the beginning of the song is what really caught my attention, where the birds are chirping is just piano. Why was it important to you to have that at the beginning of the song? Yeah, so actually it's a beautiful piece by Maddie um, out, of, out of California. He has had a lot of placements and things of that nature with like, you know, NBA, 2K and HBO and things of that nature. And he actually reached out to me um, and was like, you know, I really want to work with you. And I'm gonna, I want to send you some tracks and just take a listen and let me know what you think. And so he said to me like, ah, 
man, Maddie sent me like 60, 70 songs because he wow. wanted to be, he sent me a lot of music. And it was it was awesome because I listened to everything that he sent me. And this particular track just stood out to me. And I didn't know how I was going to use it because sometimes when I get different songs, you know, sometimes I get the track and then I write to the track or sometimes God will give me the melody and then I'll have it, an actual melody, you know, created in production. And then I will go ahead and sing to it. And sometimes, you know, I, it could just be a collaboration effect. It just really depends on how he leads me. So in this particular instance, I received all that music, went through everything and two actually stood out to me. And one of the two was this song. And so as I was listening to it, it just moved my spirit. And honestly, that portion where you hear me in the beginning singing, um, it is a cry. It's actually a cry of the woman um, who's homeless. If someone comes to see a MLA live, what will they experience? Well, if somebody comes to see me, they're gonna experience, uh, first of all, God. You know, a lot of times, I did a performance recently and I think they, I think that was a surprise. It was so funny because, uh, you know, I guess everybody was just coming up, just singing. And I came up with a scripture. I had like two or three scriptures. Oh, girl. And then, <laughs> and then after that, then I said, now I'm going to sing because that's how God, that's how God led me in that, in that instance. And so, you know, it was like, you know, we went to church today. I was like, I'm glad you did. I'm glad I pray somebody was blessed. But it was really, it was really awesome because I had a woman come up to me after the show and say, what you just said, it really touched my heart. She was like, this is a holy day for us in the Catholic church. Mm -hmm. It was like, and this is exactly the same commentary that I have in my bio on my Instagram. Wow. I was like, whoa. And she showed it to me and it was the exact verbiage. So, you know, you never know what God actually is going to do when you're performing, but they're going to experience the Lord first and foremost. And then they're going to have a good time because I like to have a good time. You know, I like to have a good time. I like to walk around. You know, Uncle Carl, you saw me at Heart Plaza. I was at the Heart Plaza. Have my knees hurting trying to keep up with you. Get, got that opportunity. Thank you so much. It was such an amazing opportunity. And, you know, I was just, I was all over the stage. It was like, whoa, we didn't expect that. It's like, you know, another, another form, right? Another right. perspective. How can people reach you and follow you on social media? How can people contact you? And how can they stream or download your music? So they can actually stream and download my music on all major platforms. So it's available for them there. Um, they can follow me on Instagram at ami underscore l dot a. So it's a m i underscore l dot a. They can follow me on TikTok. I am a TikToker. It's also ami a m i underscore l dot a and the number one because it's only one, only only one of me. So it's a m i one of one of me l a just one. And so they can follow me there, and then they can also go to my website, which is ami dash l a fam dot com because I call all of my family my LA fam, you know, everybody that supports me is family. And I know a lot of people say that, but I am so serious. Like you guys are my family. I appreciate all of my supporters that reach out to me, that encourage me. Um, it's a blessing. It really is. As we wrap up, speak to someone who may be in, in a spiritual homeless state and explain how they can find a home in the presence of God. 
there's safety in the presence of the Lord. I would say that he will never leave you, nor will he forsake you, and that he's always there. I would say, you know, despite of it all, in spite of it all, that you can always turn to Jesus. You have a friend in him. You know, you do have a friend in him. When everybody else leaves, he's there. And he's there waiting on you to just access the time to talk to him. Spend time with him. Meditate on his word day and night. Spend time with him. Even if you're not getting the opportunity to meditate on the word, pray. If you don't know how to pray, listen to some gospel music and let it speak to your soul. So that's what I would say. Wow. It has been such a pleasure. I'm so glad to be able to call you niece and be a part of the Ami LA fam. LA fam. Uncle Carl, you're definitely a part of the family. Again, we are speaking with Ami LA. Um, I do have her information scrolling across the bottom of the screen, uh, and she did give it out also. I want to thank you again for listening to the Carl B. Phillips Show. I am Carl B. Phillips. Again, I want to remind you to work like you don't need the money, love like you've never been hurt, and dance like no one's watching you. God bless until we meet again. Peace. Peace. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Thank you for listening to the Carl B. Phillips Show. For more information, go to carlbphillips.com. The Carl B. Phillips Show. Follow Carl B. Phillips on Instagram so we can stay in contact with each other. <laughs>